0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following is a presentation of the Bell Sports Media Network.
1: Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. It's an NFL Christmas weekend. We're going to get you all ready. For the playoff races and what's going on, as well as our NFL picks for this coming week. Merry Christmas, everyone. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to an all new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. It is time to get your new year ready with your new favorite flavor of jerky. And you can get it all at righteousfelon.com. Use the promo code Stove15 at checkout. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. Welcome into today's edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. I am your host, Vince Stover, joined as I am every week by my dad, Dale Stover. Hey, Dad, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. All right. Well, that was a uh, great filler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're coming up on the Christmas weekend, and uh, plenty of things going on in the football world, and that's going to be our focus today. Uh, the baseball free agency does continue to heat up. Uh, of course, Shohei Otani signing with the Dodgers, which I've already talked about. Uh, they went out and acquired a few more people. Uh, Some things moving, but still uh, not a ton happening there. We will be getting into the baseball movement in January more uh, on the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball show that will relaunch uh, for a new season coming up middle of January uh, here, so just about a a little under, I think, a month away from that relaunching. Um, And uh, so we'll talk about baseball then. But today it's going to be about football. Let's start with week 15. Um, And it seems like a long time ago, Dad, but it was just last Thursday that the uh, Las Vegas Raiders dropped 63 on the Chargers, which led to the firing of head coach Staley and the GM. As well for the Chargers, who we've been calling for that firing for quite some time. Um, but the Raiders dropped 63. That you don't see that many points in an NFL game very often, and especially coming after a week where they got shut out three to nothing the week previously. Yeah. What a wild go by the Raiders. Let's start with the um, the Raiders side of this, Dad. Um, do they have their coach of the future, or are they just kind of got lucky and play a really bad team in the Chargers this week?
0: Um I I I don't know if they'll have their coach for the future or not. You know, last time they didn't keep the interim coach, so um I don't know sure what they'll do on that. Um but, you know, in some ways they've had a tough year in some ways their record not as bad as other teams. So um you know, we we'll, we we'll, you know, we'll see from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, the situation is different than the last time. Of course, Basaccia had the respect of the locker room um, and some experience and some different things, but he was older um, at the same time. Pierce, I don't know, maybe he's got a little bit more going for him. I think they need to go fresh. I think they need to go outside the building and go find somebody else personally. Uh, But they did the job that we've been begging for someone to do all year, and that's to get Staley out of Los Angeles, so we can get a real football coach with that team with all that roster talent that they've got. Um, Staley's gone. I think it was uh, um, you know, several months too late. I thought they should have fired him last year at the end of the season, but uh, the Chargers are going to get a fresh start with somebody. Bill Belichick's name has been thrown out there. I've been saying Dan Quinn since earlier this year. Um, there's options, though, for the Chargers. Do you think the Chargers are a coach away? or are they a coach and, and and still a few more steps away from being where they need to be? Um,
0: well, I, I think, you know, anytime in the NFL, what you want is a quarterback and they've got the quarterback. So I think it's a great spot for a coach. I think if they get the right coach, I think they can turn it around pretty quick. You know, they've got a good wide, great wide receiver. They've got a very good running back. Um, they've got some pieces in place. I think they have some defense. So I think, the right coach could turn things around there um, pretty quick. There are some other ascending people in, uh, you know, in that division, but uh, we'll see.
1: Uh, the Titans showed up and played in the old Houston Oilers uniforms against the team from Houston. Uh, <laughs> it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of um, pleasantries being uh, given there from the Houston team. Do you think the Titans wearing the Oilers jerseys were um, uh, respectful of the history between the two programs, or do you think it was a slap in the face of the uh, Houston Texans and the Houston fans?
0: Well, if I remember correctly, they wore the uniforms earlier this year, didn't they? Or the helmets. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they, they've already honored the history of that. They haven't worn them every game all year. So I would think this was something leveled at the Texans. Um you know, I, I, did get a kick out of the bum Phillips hat on the coach. That was, that was interesting. That brought back memories real quick, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the Titans don't have a lot to play for at this point. And, um, you know, I, yeah, I, it, I don't know if it makes any sense to do it again. Um, and I was thinking there was some kickback from the NFL when they did it the first time, but I don't remember that. That may not been true. It seemed like no. I heard something there.
1: Not from the NFL. The NFL would never allowed it if it was going to be kickback. <laughs> I mean, the, they're, the NFL has to approve all helmets and jerseys and everything. So yes. that wasn't the case. But uh, the Titans officially eliminated from the playoffs. Case Keenum gets the win in overtime for the Texans um, there. The Panthers get another win. They take down the Falcons. Falcons fighting for a division leading spot. And they lose 9-7 to to the Carolina Panthers, Dad. That's inexcusable. Um, thoughts on Falcons and or Panthers.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Falcons aren't, you know, they, they, they aren't going anywhere again, you know, they've got quarterback problems there. Um, it was surprising that Carolina beat them, but, um, you know, I, I don't think they're going to stay in the hunt. Um. You know, from there, they, you know, they may be a team rebuilding. They've got some talent. You know, they drafted a good running back. They've got some people. They don't have a quarterback. And, um, you know, whether the coach will keep his job, that'll be kind of interesting to see. And it may have a lot to do with these last – I probably a couple coaching jobs have a lot to do with these last three games. You know, do things look like they're still heading in the right direction for next year or there's a chance or – you know, do things just fizzle out? And Atlanta's probably one of those.
1: One of the hot topics is Justin Fields going to Atlanta this offseason. Uh, people saying maybe the Bears trade Justin Fields and draft a quarterback, uh, Caleb Williams specifically. Um, and, I mean, I think Justin Fields would be better off than, than Ritter. I still think Fields can play, and I think he's proven that, actually, <laughs> with his return this season. Um, but that'd be interesting. The bears do lose to the Browns this week in a close game. Also, um, let's see here. 49ers dominate the Cardinals Rams with another big win. They're making a run here late in the season, Uh, but bills and Cowboys dad, the bills dominate the Cowboys. I mean, dominate the Cowboys, uh, this week. It's like these good teams, chiefs, bills, Cowboys, Eagles. It's like, we don't know what they are. They might bring it one week and then. Uh, then after that, <laughs> it's, it's done. So Cowboys get demolished by the bills, the bills needing that win desperately. Uh, what can we take away if anything from that bills Cowboys game? Um,
0: well, I think we can take away that the Cowboys are not the juggernaut that they look like sometimes. Um, again, they've been kind of a hard team to figure because boy, some weeks are just dominant. On the other hand, they get handled. And the fact that they really got taken, you know, taken to school by the bills on this one. Um, I think the bills will make the playoffs, whether they'll make a run or not, we'll see, but they've got the talent. They've got things ready to go. Um, I think this game told us more about Dallas than it did about Buffalo, really.
1: I see. I actually would flip that, Dad. I think Dallas is who we thought they were. Um, they're inconsistent. They're going to have good days. They've got the talent to win against anybody, uh, but they're not going to be consistent with it. I think it told us more about the Bills this week, knowing that they can and still have that ability that maybe some doubted that they had after the slump that they've been through. Um, speaking of slumps, though, Philadelphia is in a major slump. They lose a game to Seattle. They should have never lost. And, uh, you know, just little mistakes here and there throughout that game for Philadelphia ultimately is what lost it for him. Uh, Jalen Hurts had been sick all weekend, so I'm sure he wasn't at full strength. At the end of the day, though, the Seahawks get the win. What does that say about Philadelphia uh, as they come into the end of this season? Well, like
0: you said, Philadelphia's in a slump, so um, I, I, that's going to be interesting to see in that division, you know, who comes out of that with the Eagles and the Cowboys, and that's going to be very, very important as far as seeding and home field and everything is concerned. um, Both those teams need home field advantage in the playoffs to make a run, I think. And, um, you know, one of them is obviously not going to get it. So um, I've been surprised the Eagles have struggled, but, um, you know, again, I, you know, the dominant team over there obviously looks like the 49ers outside of that everything's everything's a little up in flux. So, um, yeah, you know, like I said, these last three weeks will tell us some things.
1: Yeah, so Dallas is seven and zero at home, uh, I'm three and four on the road. They need home field. Philadelphia is five and one at home. They're five and three on the road. They're not as bad. They're the team I trust the most on the road out of those two. San Francisco they clinched the division. Um, they have a chance. Let's see, or they can't clinch home field this week, but they're getting closer to that. They're a game up on Dallas and Philly. Um, but they're five and one at home six and two on the road as well. So San Francisco, Dallas, and Philadelphia have all clinched playoff spots. Arizona, Carolina, and Washington have been eliminated in the NFC on the AFC side of things. Only one team has clinched a playoff spot and that's the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, let's see here. A few teams have been eliminated. The jets, the Patriots, and the Titans all officially eliminated, uh, this, uh, from, from the playoffs. So we're still sitting there at the AFC East. Miami's two games up on Buffalo uh, with three games to play. Uh, Miami has Dallas this week, Baltimore at Baltimore next week, and then home versus the Bills in the final week of the season. So they need to get a win this week against Dallas uh, to set themselves up for sealing it no matter what happens in the final week of the season. Uh, Cleveland, excuse me, Baltimore has two games up on Cleveland three games up on Cincinnati and uh, four games up on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has proven. I don't think anybody's worried about Pittsburgh right now. I don't think Pittsburgh's making it in. I don't think we have to worry about them whatsoever. But Cleveland and Cincinnati both have potential to make the playoffs. But, Dad, are you worried about Cleveland and Cincinnati in the playoffs? Like, I mean, it seems like to me those are the kind of teams you want to play in the playoffs because, yes, Cleveland's defense is good. Yes, Cincinnati has some great skilled players, but at the end of the day, they don't scare me like the Miamis, Buffaloes, and Kansas Cities of the AFC.
0: No, I, I don't think either one of them will be a real factor in the playoffs. Um, they just don't re- really – the issue on probably on both teams is quarterback. Um, definitely with Cincinnati. Cincinnati's played well, but I, I don't think he's going to take them where they need to go You know, once you get in the playoffs are concerned. And uh, Cleveland has a great defense They, you know, they might win a game. Um, Maybe both teams might win a game, but uh, they're not going to make a run. I don't think you're going to not, not with the teams that that have the strength that they do, especially if if Buffalo keeps playing well. Uh, Baltimore's a very strong team. Um, You know, Miami is the Chiefs. So, uh, you know, they they should come through. And so those are the teams that are going to have home field. Um, The Dolphins do have a kind of a brutal schedule here at the end of the year. So, um, and that can either help them or hurt them. If they win two out of those three, they're going to really go into the playoffs with a lot of momentum. Um, But they could lose a division. And if they did that, then, you know, that kind of sets them in the wrong direction, too. So, yeah, these last three weeks are going to definitely the next two weeks will be interesting, and some stuff will probably be decided before the last week, but probably not the seeding.
1: Yeah, uh, and remember, only one team gets the bye now, so you only get one team that gets the bye. Right now, that's Baltimore. Right. Um, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, and Houston are all tied at 8-6. and six. Uh, I Jacksonville has just flushed away the opportunity <laughs> that they've had this season. They're on a three-game losing streak. Um, it, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. The Jaguars should have the division sealed by now. They get Tampa this week, Carolina next week, Tennessee in the last week. They should go 3-0. and Will they is the question. We'll talk about that more as we get into our picks. Um, But Jacksonville should be the best team in that, that division right now. And uh Case Keenum and uh, Gardner Minshew are doing everything they can to win that division. Kansas City still two games up. On Denver, three games up on Vegas, four games up on the Chargers. I'm surprised the Chargers have not been mathematically eliminated yet, uh, but they should be this week. Um, in the NFC, though, Dad, the playoff race. Well, let's stay with the AFC real quick. The playoff race as it currently sits, uh, you got Miami, or excuse me, Baltimore, Miami, Kansas City, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, and Indianapolis as your playoffs teams with the Texans and Bills just on the outside um i think that will change i think buffalo makes the playoffs as well as you said you thought so also in the nfc it's the 49ers cowboys lions eagles bucks vikings rams as your playoff teams with the seattle seahawks and the norland saints right on the outside atlanta and green bay two games back on that so um Lots of things going to happen over the next three weeks that will determine exactly how it shakes down, and we'll look at that as we continue to draw closer to it. Dad, let's get to our picks for this week, though. Uh, week number 16 in the NFL. We've got a Thursday night game, two Saturday night games, and three Monday night games going on this week. Plenty of football for everyone. one. Um, let's see here. Saturday is an NBC game, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. And a game on Peacock, the Bills and the Chargers uh, their Thursday night, of course, is prime. Let's start with Thursday night, Dad. We picked the primetime game. So we're going to pick uh, Thursday night game, Sunday night game, and one of the Monday night games. And then three games of our choosing after that. But on Thursday night, it's the Los Angeles Rams who are making a run for the playoffs right now. They're three and a half point favorites at home against the New Orleans Saints. Dad, there are few teams in the NFL right now that I trust less than the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I don't, I don't see anything good coming out of out of New Orleans right now. I'm taking the Rams in this one at three and a half point favorites and at home. Uh, Stafford's getting it done in Los Angeles.
0: Um, yeah, I think in this one, you have to, I'm taking the Rams cause they're at home. I'm not as down on new Orleans as you are. I, I still think they may be the team that wins that division before it's all over. Um, that's who I'm thinking will win their division, but I don't think they'll win this one. I, the Rams are heading in the right direction. They've got momentum. They could be a real interesting team in the playoffs actually. Um, you know, even I don't think they 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 will go to the Super Bowl, but it'd be interesting. But no, I do. I think the way they're playing, and if Stafford stays healthy, uh, definitely the Rams this week. You know, should be able to cover three and a half at home.
1: Well, I mean, I think the Bucs win the division, Dad. Um, they'll play each other next week, Saints and Bucks do, so we'll know for sure there. The Bucks have Jacksonville, uh, uh, New Orleans, and Carolina to end out the year. The uh, Saints, they just, again, there's there's no consistency at quarterback there. Um, I, I just don't like it. That's fine. I, I But I agree. I think the Rams win this week um, and, and cover as well. Sunday night, Dad, is Denver and New England. Denver is at home, again, fighting for a playoff spot. After a horrible start to the year, boy, they came on um, the rest of the year. I'm not worried about them in the playoffs, but I think they still could make it. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against New England. Uh, Is six-and-a-half enough for you to go with Denver, or are you leaning New England this week? Um,
0: Six-and-a-half is more than I I really like, but, again, it's at home. Um, You just never know about New England, but Denver – I don't think Denver is going to make the playoffs, but they're still in the hunt, so I'll go with Denver – that hopefully they can win by a touchdown. I've got several Denver guys on my fantasy team, so that would be a help also. And um, so, yeah, we'll go with Denver over over New England because New England just, you know, they're struggling, no doubt about it.
1: Bill Belichick has done such a wonderful job of tanking this year that few people have noticed it. Um, He comes in with Mac Jones, who can't get the job done, switches off with Bailey Zapp. He plays them both in the same game occasionally as well. And just, oh, man, we're trying to figure it out. No, they are tanking for a quarterback, uh, Drake May, or possibly even um, the LSU quarterback. We'll see. The Heisman Trophy winner, you know, they're going to be available there at that spot. So uh, New England, I'm going Denver this week as well. Six and a half is higher than I like, but uh, I'm going to go Denver as I think. New England is in full tank mode along with Arizona uh, in the coming days. Monday night, dad, Uh, we picked different games on Monday night, uh, but uh, you said you picked with the San Francisco Baltimore game. San Francisco is at home. They're five and a half point favorites. These are the two top teams in the league right now. Um, Which way are you going with this one? Uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore to cover. Um,
0: I think San Francisco could win the game, but with five and a half, I think if Baltimore is where it looks like they are, then they should be able to play tough um, against them. And um, I I think maybe this could be a three-point game. I I would really be surprised maybe if Baltimore wins, but with five and a half, I just got a feeling I'm going to go with Baltimore,
1: even though it's at San Francisco. Does this game determine the MVP? Are we looking at Lamar Jackson versus Brock Purdy or Lamar Jackson versus um, uh, Christian McCaffrey, who I think should be the MVP this year? Um, or or does this game have no, no competition when it comes to the MVP battle?
0: I don't think it'll decide the MVP. The MVP might be playing in this game. We will see. Um, I think, you know, Somebody will have to, we've got a couple more weeks to probably get that decided. And I haven't thought a whole lot about the MVP really, but I have heard Brock Purdy's name mentioned, which that would really shock me, but I mean, I guess he's played well. So, yeah. um, you know, we, we, we will see there, but, um, I just got a feeling Baltimore could, um, I, it, it would really be a deal if Baltimore wins this, but, sure. um, I just feel good with five and a half. So,
1: all right, man, that San Francisco defense is solid, um, but uh, n- we need to come next week with MVP takes because uh, okay, I feel very strongly it should be Christian McCaffrey, but uh, we'll see how this week goes. Could play a role in that. I, yep. I went with the Kansas City-Vegas game. Uh, Kansas City's at home, 10.5-point favorites on Vegas. Uh, I don't like big numbers. I usually will pick against them, but, Dad, Kansas City needs a dominant performance, um, and Vegas, even though they just showed out of nowhere last week, I I don't think they're that good of a team and I think Kansas City is trying to get a dominant performance in uh here before the playoffs. So I go Kansas City at this one at minus 10 and a half. What are your thoughts on uh Chiefs Vegas?
0: It was a little too high points for me and because of the rivalry and there's, you know, it, it that Chiefs and the Raiders that that just goes way back and um you know, if you're ever going to get a good really good game out of the Raiders um you know, it will be against the chiefs. I would think the chiefs would win, but a 10 and a half scared me because of the division and the rivalry.
1: All right, let's go with, we got three more games to pick. Uh, Who's game number four for you this week? Um, I will take
0: um, the underdog here by a half a point and take the Colts over the Falcons. Um, Falcons are favored at home, but I think the Colts will definitely win this one. And, um, you know, they're, they're both technically fighting for playoffs, but I'm going to take the Colts, um, to cover against Atlanta.
1: Man, I don't know how you can be definite about anything with Indianapolis and Atlanta. (laughs) So I stayed away from this one. I would lean that way too. I would lean to say, Hey, yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense that the Colts win this game. Um, but that being said, I don't know. I think it's hard, a hard situation, uh, for sure. When it comes to that, um, I did not pick that game though, dad. I went with the favorites on the road, Seattle Seahawks, two and a half points favorite over Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is in the dumper. Will Levis hurt last week. looks like maybe Ryan Tannehill plays this week, possibly, um, Seattle fighting for that playoff spot. They just got a big win. Could they have a letdown? Sure. I guess they could, but Tennessee's no good. So I want Seattle two and a half there. Um, Tennessee thoughts on that game. Um, yeah, Seattle's
0: probably the safe pick on that one, but 10, you know, you just never know about Tennessee. I mean, they come out of nowhere And Seattle. Why, you know, while they're fighting for a playoff, they've had some letdowns this year. And again, you know, when, you know, when you got the running back Tennessee has, you just kind of never know what's going to happen. So, um, <laughs> I, so that's why I stayed away from that, but I probably would have picked Seattle. So,
1: Well, I think you said it best. When you have the running back that Tennessee has, you just never know what you're going to get. For instance, last week in the first round of the fantasy playoffs, 16 carries for nine yards um, So for Derek Henry. So <laughs> uh, you hope if you're a fantasy owner and you're still in the playoffs that it's better than that. Um, but I think the Titans have thrown in the towel personally. Um, All right, game number, let's see here, five for you. Who did you pick? Well, I'm going to
0: go against uh, everybody's MVP pick in Baker Mayfield, and I'm going to take Jacksonville, um, the underdog here against Tampa Bay. I don't believe Baker Mayfield, one, he's not playing the Packers, and I don't think he's going to have a perfect passer rating this time. Jacksonville, like you said, should be the team in their division and um, unless it's just a total meltdown here, which maybe it's going to be, um, even though it's at Tampa, you know, you're still in Florida. So I'm going to go Jacksonville over Tampa.
1: What more does Baker Mayfield have to do to gain your respect? This guy just keeps doing it. And uh, last week perfection for Baker Mayfield this week, uh, he takes the reins of the NFC South by beating the Jacksonville Jaguars, which, by the way, also gives a chance for the Colts and or the Texans to take the lead in that division. Uh, I'm going to go opposite of you in this one, Dad. I'll go to the Tampa Bay Bucks At home, um, they've got a really solid offense. What they've done, running the ball with White, uh, through the air with Evans and Mayfield. Um, so many good things going on in Tampa right now. And to be 7-7 seven and seven and have the uh, the the option to win your division still is a big deal. Jacksonville needs this just as bad as Tampa. They both need it equally um, in this game. And uh, I'm going to give the nod to Baker. Why would I go against him at this point uh, when he's proven me right so far this season? Uh, so I'll go the opposite of you on that one. Tampa, uh, point .5, which doesn't really matter. They just got to win. Uh, all right, last game of the week. Who are you picking? Um,
0: that just was kind of a tough one, but again, I think, um, I'm going to pick Detroit over Minnesota. Um, again, I I don't think Minnesota is that good. They are at home. Um, they need to win, but Detroit needs a win as far as seeding is concerned. And, um, I, I, I just think Detroit is the better team on this one. The points are a little more than I like, but, um, Again, Minnesota, you know, struggling a quarterback. Uh, they do got a good defense, but um, I think Detroit will win this one, so I'm taking Detroit over Minnesota.
1: This game has the most fantasy impact for me this week, Dad, because I've got Sam Laporta, who I drafted on in every single team I had this year, and I've got TJ Hawkinson, both of them on the same. I'm not going to flex one of them because i got receivers I need to get in or running backs, actually, in that league I need to get in. And so I'm picking between LaPorta and Hawkinson. And I know that they could both potentially go off. um, But it has been a struggle for me to figure out because the quarterback situation in Minnesota is not good. Um, That being said, Hawkinson's been more consistent than LaPorta. Both have been good this year. Detroit's the better team. Detroit should win this game, but I don't trust Detroit. So I didn't pick this game because I don't trust Minnesota either. So, So I did not pick this game. By the way. I don't know if you remember this, Dad. I I would like to think that you do. But way back at the beginning of the season, I said, when we're talking about fantasy, I said, Ty Chandler is a guy to watch out for running back for the Vikings. I said, at some point, he's going to get his opportunity. That point was last week, and he took took hold of that opportunity and had a great game uh, there for Minnesota. But I stayed away from this one, Dad. But I did stay in the NFC North and I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers. Four-and-a-half-point favorites uh, at Carolina. Um, I mean, goodness, Dad, if it wasn't Christmas Eve, I'd drive down to this game. I mean, $4 tickets. I mean, my goodness, <laughs> you can't do much better than that. Um, but it's Christmas Eve. Uh, church kind of takes takes uh, takes hold of me here. Uh, so we're not going to drive down to Carolina for this game. But Carolina's bad. Green Bay, I, listen, I know I sound like a homer, but I don't think they're bad. Uh, they've got issues for sure. They got to fix some things over the off season, but they're a better team than Carolina. They should win this game. And I think they do. And I think they do easily. And so I've got the Packers at four and a half. Um, surely you think the Packers will win this game, right?
0: I do. I do. But of course I thought the Packers would win the last two games. So I'm a little, little sure. perplexed there, but no, they, they should win and they've still got a shot at things. And, um, they definitely need to win this one. Um, again, things are a little, a little a little upsetting there at Green Bay because of the defensive situation. But um, I think the players will come ready to play. One thing I've heard this week, and it's true, the good thing about having a lot of young players is, you know, they just don't know better. They don't know everything that's going on. They're excited about playing. And I think that will be the case here. The quarterback you know, Jordan Love is definitely getting better. Um, the receivers are playing well. Um, you know, I, we'd like to hope Bryce Young won't have a perfect passer rating. And <laughs> if we can if we can accomplish that, then, yeah, they should be able to cover on this one okay and, um, you know, get a little momentum going into the last two here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they'll have a good week this week. If the Packers went out, which they could, by the way, with the Bears and the Vikings coming up, uh, Vikings next week, Bears the final week, um Packers make the playoffs if they win out I think I don't think there's any question about that one and nine wins will get you in this year in the NFC all right let's run through the other games real quick Saturday uh Cincinnati on the road in Pittsburgh Mason Rudolph takes over the quarterback job in Pittsburgh this week the third quarterback to get a start in Pittsburgh this season but uh the Bengals have been surprising people they're the road favorites two and a half points against pittsburgh this week dad i i don't trust pittsburgh as far as i can throw them i need george Pickens to score a touchdown but i don't know if it's going to happen um my faith would be in cincinnati over pittsburgh this week
0: uh yes I, I i think cincinnati will win this one i didn't pick it just because again it's a division game and it's at pittsburgh but uh yeah pittsburgh you know doesn't have the quarterback situation figured out at, at all um You know, again, they do have a good defense. The defense hasn't been winning the games for them like it did early in the year. Um, But again, you know, Cincinnati's quarterback does scare me just a little bit, even though people around here have really rallied for him. I've got a friend that's a Bengals fan, and he keeps being amazed at the signs that say Browning for president. But um, (laughs) anyhow, people, the Bengals fans have stayed in it, no doubt about it. And um, the Bengals should win this one. And uh, we'll see from there.
1: Well, to be fair, our options for president are looking pretty bleak. So maybe, maybe Browning for president is a good idea. Uh, Buffalo and the Chargers. Buffalo on the road, eleven and a half point favorites. Do the Chargers do something special, being that they got their coach gets fired? So does this a wake up call for the Chargers, or do the Bills continue to roll? Eleven and a half's a lot. That's why I didn't pick this game. Um, I, to me, Buffalo wins this game though.
0: Yes, Buffalo needs to win it. Buffalo should win it. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, the players can rally, but again, I, I, you know, if Buffalo's good, the team, we think they are again, that many points scared me just a little bit, even though they shouldn't have any trouble covering that.
1: Um, Houston and Cleveland, Houston is hosting their two and a half point favorites, uh, battle of backup quarterbacks as it looks as of right now, Stroud will not play again this week. Um, Houston needs to depend on their run game this week, but Cleveland's got that great defense. I didn't know which way to go with this game. I probably would have picked Cleveland had I picked it, dad. How do you feel about Houston and Cleveland? Yeah. If Stroud doesn't
0: play, then yes, I would be for Cleveland in this one. Uh, Is that Houston though? Correct? Yes. So um, again, I I think Houston can make the playoffs, but if Stroud is still out, is this still a concussion thing? I haven't kept up with that
1: or. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I
0: I would I would have thought he would have been back by this week. So, but um if he can get back, I think that I think the Texans can still make you know the playoffs, but um Cleveland's got an awfully good defense, so if he's not playing, um, you know, it's hard it's hard to bet
1: against Cleveland, no doubt about that. So now ESPN has Cleveland as two and a half point favorites. We're using runyourpool.com, who has Houston as two and a half point favorites. So I'm not sure, and to me it makes more sense that Cleveland would be favored, um, especially if Stroud's not playing. So uh, maybe our run your pool is a little slow on the on the draw on this one. I'm not sure, but either way, yeah, with Case Keenum, I don't trust Houston. So a uh, uh, big week, though, for the AFC South if any of these teams win. Uh, the Jets and Washington, Dad, I was getting ready to jump all over Washington being three-and-a-half-point underdogs and then I remembered it's Washington, Um, so I (laughs) stayed away from it, but neither of these teams are good. Washington, they benched Howell last week. Uh, I I don't know if Jacoby Brissett's going to start this week. You'd assume he would. Uh, Does that give you any more confidence for Washington? How how do you pick this game? Um, Yeah,
0: you know, this will not be one you'll want to watch from there. Um, Like you said, it's Washington. Again, I'm – I'm all for Washington because that's going to help our draft pick. No doubt about it. And, right. um, so, uh, all I can say is go commanders. Again, the jets are not in a good shape at all, but Washington can play awful bad at times too. So, um, we will see is mm-hmm. it, where's this one at? It's in New York and in, in New York. So, um, yeah, I, I, I really think Washington, you know, should, should probably win this, but, um, you know, they've lost some bad games, so we'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh, Chicago and Arizona. Uh, <laughs> if Chicago wins, it, it hurts their chances for the number one overall pick. If uh, if Chicago loses, well, it doesn't affect. I mean, it helps, I guess, their their chances. Because Carolina currently in the one spot, which the Bears hold that, that uh, pick. The Bears are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home over Arizona. Boy, did I want to pick Chicago but I ain't putting my trust in them either. They should win this game because, if for no other reason, Arizona needs to lose to have a chance at the number one overall pick. So how do you feel about Chicago and Arizona? I think Kyler Murray got hurt this week, didn't he? Who was that? Kyler Murray for Arizona? I think so.
0: Um, Arizona Arizona surprises because, like you said, they need to lose, and we kind of thought they would lose most of the year, but now and then they'll play well. Um, the bears, you know, things are, you know, I mean, technically they're still on the playoff hunt, but, um, you know, that dropped hail Mary kind of ended that one. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see the bears ought to win this being at home, but, um, you know, you just don't ever know about Arizona. Definitely. I stayed away from this one from the pick standpoint
1: and, um, you know, we'll see. It uh, looks like Murray is fine to play this week. So he plans on playing uh, as of everything right now, at least. That's according to uh, Darren Urban, the beat writer for the Cardinals. So, um, so Kyler Murray should be fine. Uh, Justin Fields versus Kyler Murray should be a fun game uh, to some degree. I think Chicago should win. Uh, Miami and Dallas, Dad, this should be an exciting game or it could be a blowout one way or the other. You never know what you're going to get these days. Miami's at home they're one and a half point favorites I know you trust them more than you trust Dallas but how do you think this game goes
0: yeah with Miami being at home and uh, what they have on you know both teams have stuff on the line but um yeah we'll we'll see if Miami's played as good as you know I think they have um then they, they they should be able to win this again you know the way Dallas has played this year they're liable to come back and beat them by two touchdowns. So you don't just really ever know. But um, I, I think Miami will, you know, can still win the division. And this game will, you know, uh, take them a long ways toward that. And being at Miami, um, you know, that'd be a big win for Dallas. But I'm not sure that'll happen.
1: It really feels like Miami is playing with zero pressure this season. Um, in the past, you've heard all the things about Tua and all these different things. To me, it just seems like Miami's played very carefree this year. Dallas, on the other hand, has a ton of pressure. Um, They're tied record-wise with Philadelphia. Um, They got embarrassed last week. Miami's in the driver's seat. I mean, there's very little pressure on them. They should be able to win the division, um, even if they lose this game, Um, which to me is just an intriguing look, especially with the amount of pressure I feel like was been on Miami in previous years. So um, I'd, I'd pick Miami in this game. But it wouldn't surprise me if Dallas comes out and and shows up this week either. Uh, last game that we haven't covered yet, Dad's Philadelphia and the Giants. We talked about that slump the Eagles are in. They're 11 and a half point favorites. I, I didn't want to go there um, because I don't think that's the kind of team Philadelphia is. I mean, they, they're capable of winning by more than 12, but uh, I think Philadelphia wins this game. I don't think it's in great question, but I'm just not sure if it's even by 11 points.
0: Yeah, it, it was too many points for me, but Philadelphia shouldn't have any trouble, like you said, with this. And uh, definitely they need a win, and if they win and Miami wins, and they're back in good shape, so um, we'll see.
1: Uh, well, and, you know, we've already talked about San Francisco and Baltimore, Dad, but the more I just think on it, I, I think we're looking at the MVP in that game one way or the other. If Baltimore wins, if Lamar has a great game, then I think we're looking at something special there. Um, If San Francisco comes out and dominates, um, we'll talk about it more next week. But, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, he leads the league in rushing. Right now he's uh, more than 300 yards ahead of the next rusher. Um, So I think that should count for something. He's scoring touchdowns on uh, on a crazy rate this year too. Uh, But, of course, quarterback usually gets the look. So far this year, Dan, Christian McCaffrey – has 1,292 yards and 13 rushing touchdowns. Um, as far as receiving goes, um, oh, I thought I had it here, and I do not have it here. But um, either way, he's got a bunch of receiving yards and touchdowns too. So he's he's having himself a year and uh, a lot of good things going on for him right now. So I like Christian McCaffrey for for uh, the champ, the MVP. Excuse me uh, of the year. Let's see here. I think I've got the, the, Oh, uh, where's the stats? No, I, I don't have it. All right. That's my bad. Uh, it doesn't matter. So anyways, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next week, MVP and all that kind of stuff going on yeah. as well.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you about McCafferty. I mean, he has been dominant, no doubt about that. And it's going to be an offensive guy that wins it, no doubt about it. Again, if you're talking about a most valuable player and a guy that's maybe won the most for his team, you know, I, you sure make a case about Miles Garrett. But uh, he's not going to win the MVP. So no,
1: no, you're not. Uh, I mean, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. Well, I don't. I don't even want that. <laughs> but but I understand. You're right. He's he's had a great season for sure. Um, okay, Dan, we're coming up on Christmas. Christmas is on Monday. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday with more sports talk, MVP talk, NFL talk, and breaking news talk as well. Um, any thoughts you want to share before we close out the episode tonight?
0: Um, no, again, just, you appreciate everybody's support this year and everybody that's, you know, been with us and, um, you know, again, Christmas season is a great season. Um, What we celebrate Christmas, of course, is great, no doubt about it, and um, so, you know, Merry Christmas to everyone, to all of our friends that's been supportive of us, and I hope you'll continue to enjoy the program and tell others about it, and, um, you know, looking forward to Christmas weekend here, Um, you know, a lot of things going on, Um, and again, there'll be a lot of good football, but a lot of other great things going on with Christmas with Um, activities and church and just special things. So
1: um, um, Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, Well put. Next week will be our final episode of the 2023 year. Uh, We'll have some numbers for you as far as stats from the show throughout the year, as well as uh, give you an update on the plans moving into 2024. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram. We're at Sports Stove. We are also on YouTube, the Sports Stove podcast, and these episodes every Wednesday night stream live on the Belly Up Sports YouTube page as well, and uh, lots of things going on there. We appreciate the support of Belly Up Sports, by the way, um, as well of the program. Uh, All right, well, we're gonna end the show today. We'll be back next Wednesday. Hope that you have a wonderful Christmas uh, with family and friends. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove.